What's up, Familia? We are here to discuss Loki Season 2, Episode 1, titled Ouroboros? Ouroboros? Am I saying that correctly? How do you say OB's name? O- Ouroboros? Or, I don't know. Ouroboros? <laughs> I don't even remember. I love that this is apparently a character that's appeared in the comic books, and I have never heard of this bitch before. Has he appeared in the comics? In what comic? He's like in like some other Earth alternate reality, but he only has like seven like appearances. All right, I'm Google. I'm googling the name as we we probably should have done that before we start recording. Uh, we don't believe in googling here. No, that, I, okay, we'll just keep it as Ouroboros' his name. It's uh, <laughs> the guy from Everywhere All at Once. So it's a uh, meta commentary on multiverse, multiverse people. So Eric Martin wrote this episode and I feel like he absolutely knew that dumb bitches like me and you would just have no idea how to pronounce his name. So he was here like, just let's call it Opie. And Eric Martin, of course, is one of the writers for Loki. And I got to tell you something, Sean, Latverian lad. For those of you at home, Latverian lad is joining us, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I'm here, by the way. Hi, hi. You don't even need a formal introduction anymore. I just start talking. That's fine. That's how we do it. That's how we do it. But anyways, Latverian Lad, Sean, how did you feel about this first episode? So I will say, I think if anybody's impatient like me and you click skip recap, probably a bad idea if you haven't watched it recently. Because that's what I did. And it starts off like right in the thick of things. And I was like a little bit confused because I couldn't quite remember everything that happened in season one. So that is my advice. Number one, watch the recap. You are literally my Loki twin because I sat down the other night or last night to watch this with my pizza and I was reunited with Jeff. I was like, we're going to watch Loki. And the recap came up. I was like, I don't need to see this. And I skipped (laughs) it. And five minutes into the episode, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I mean, granted, I took an edible, so I mean, I was oh, a little well, confused. You know. I was so, a slightly confused. What were your feels on it? Did you enjoy it? Were you bored with it? Did you love it? I, okay. I'm going to say this because I think this is why most folks are tuning into the episode. I do not believe that was an X-Men Easter egg at all with the door. I know we posted it with no more mutants and the door opening. It was supposed to be reminiscent of Cerebro in the X-Men films. That's fine. We were just reporting on what CBR and Bleeding Cool and all these other news outlets have have put out there. But for me, it was just a, a, a door opening up. Yeah, that is that is the most stretched after Easter egg I think I've ever heard. Dude, and like people are coming at me in like comments. They're like, oh, you're really overreaching here. I'm like, I'm not overreaching. I'm just reporting on what other people have been saying, what major news outlets are saying. And I said, Paul, do you think it is? I didn't say I think it is. I, I asked the community if they think it is. I mean, I think you're overreaching, Dayspring. <laughs> I think you shouldn't make up seeing Chris Evans. I think you're on a roll of like causing chaos on the internet. There are so many stand-ups that are coming after us here at Power of X-Men. We have to really batten down the hatches uh, here because, let's see, it's Chris Evans' stance. It, it was the Swifties. They were coming after Flink. And now on on our comment section, the YouTube, I got into a fight with someone about Jean Grey 
and Hope Summers because in Avengers versus X Men, Hope Summers is called White Phoenix, but Jean should be White Phoenix of the Crown. And I treated them as they were synonymous, as one would, because there's no canon out there that would differentiate these two right. films. And the amount of like anger I got for this. I was like, that's it. We're we're officially canceled here. You know what, listeners? If you're gonna post something angry on the internet, re reevaluate your life choices. But here's the thing. I really I really liked Loki. I I think this was a return to form with the MCU. And I want to be careful with how I say this because I know a lot of our folks in this community they've enjoyed other projects with the MCU. But for me, it's kind of lost sort of its magic. And although I never initially loved Loki, we covered Loki in great detail on the podcast two years ago. I thought it was fun and I thought it was entertaining. And certainly it captured the interests of the of the internet and of and of our community. It's sort of my general feels. Like yeah. not for me, but I like it. How about that? I agree. That I mean sense? yeah, I'm a big big low-key fan from the comics mm -hmm. so it was one of the marvel projects that i obviously was like really really excited about and i'm a bit with you like i enjoyed season one i didn't think it was the greatest marvel sh thing that's ever been produced um i think tom hiddleston's really great so um you know just watching him portray the character again even though the plot itself i wasn't massively behind i still really really enjoyed um and i think what really saves this for me and well i shouldn't say safe that makes it sound a little bit more negative maybe than, than i'm um wanting what i really drag it i think him and owen wilson have really great chemistry like really really good chemistry together and i think you know jumping into episode one of season two and even though i was a bit confused um i mean we should say spoiler alert but i'm assuming if people are listening to this podcast they're gonna they're gonna expect spoilers so um if you don't stop listening but just watching um them reunite and watching mobius uh you know when he does recall loki and even just like they don't say anything but you can tell the affection between them like it was really like it was just really nice to watch um and got me back into it okay i'm gonna pull on two threads there okay. one tom hiddleston as loki i agree this actor is magnetic with the with the character and for whatever reason i've never i have personally never been attracted to loki however this episode season two episode one as tom is like running down the hall at his chest and i was like oh my god like i i'm in love with him i'm like googling screenshots of it and like saving it on, on my phone because he looked so handsome i could i couldn't i couldn't he was so cute secondly i agree with his chemistry with owen wilson and i think owen wilson's mark is all over this episode because there was this it's not that i didn't have it before but i think even more so now it has a wes anderson feel yeah, to it, it did and owen wilson is like bffs with wes anderson they've obviously worked together so you can definitely see that wes anderson vibe in in two specific parts one when loki it, does he glitch no glitches into the spider-verse spider-verse this is where he time slips he time slips yeah and and owen wilson's mobius is like 
Well, I don't know. Did it look crazy? Let's ask him. And there's like a kid, like in in like the corner there, like it was. That was such a Wes Anderson vibe, if I've ever seen one. And then the second one would also be with Ob in sort of that clerk, you know, yeah. office. The way they kept cutting back and forth, the way the dialogue was structured, the way the shots were, everything was edited. That was 100% Wes Anderson. And I'm curious if like the editor or anyone else has worked with Wes Anderson before. I'm gonna I'm gonna look at this while or you. Or do you think it's just working with Owen Wilson inspires a Wes Anderson feel? I do love like you know Owen Wilson is a bit like Ryan Reynolds, in the sense that he always just plays himself. Yeah. But it, I'm I'm like I'm here for it within Loki. I just kept thinking like it's like you could just replace him from with Hansel from Zoolander, and it would be like the same vibe. I listen. I first of all, we talked about this earlier today. I'm always thinking of Zoolander. Like that movie lives rent free in my head. A, uh, B. I agree with you. He he always plays a version of himself. I I don't know how I would describe it. Just as like melancholic, sassy, sort of you know, high ambition, but at the same time, chill character. Yeah, but yeah. The, all this to say. Going back, looping around, the chemistry between them is um, really energetic and magnetic. And that's kind of what got me excited to continue watching the season. Yeah, I agree. And and there's a lot. It, it, folks at home, if you liked season one, you're going to love season two. And and we pick up right where we left off in, in, in season one, where... You know, we, we, we pick up with Loki running. We don't know where Sylvie is. Loki is time slipping in the TVA. And he's not really sure why he's doing that. No one thinks that's possible. And I I just, I, I immediately was into the story, even though I was kind of confused. And it's because I like the story is why I had to go back and watch the uh, the recap. So where do you think the story is going then? Well, okay, so here's the thing I, I just need to say. Jonathan Majors, I think, who plays King, I think is a wonderful actor. I don't know what's going on with his legal issues. We will comment on that when it happens, just going based on his portrayal of King in Loki season one and Quantumania. He's a great actor. But for me, the Kang ship has sailed. And yeah. I, I just I don't see him. I mean, Wasp kicked his ass. Yeah. I'm sorry. Wasp kicked his ass. There was no... I, I don't see him as a threat when they're showing that statue that's always like watching over, you know, and we and when we find the the audio of, of Renslayer and 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 him, the he who remains from the multiversal war. I was like, this is so lame. Like, I, I'm sorry. It, not a this isn't a God killer character anymore. It's just a character that's been defeated twice already. And so I don't understand what the threat is supposed to be. Well, that's, and I think we've talked about this like off recording. You had Thanos, which, you know, everybody who knows anything about comics knew who he was. They, you kind of know about the Infinity Gauntlet um, saga. So it built up over so many years and there was, there was this palpable threat of him. You know, you felt it in the movies when he made an appearance. Whereas Kang, like you said, doesn't have that. And the fact that they've, you know, in Ant-Man, they had the Kang variant with the classic costume that you would think is the most famous version of him and he was defeated so you're like okay well so if you've got the other ones like immortus with it ram and tut yep the yep. other one which, which is then, a good x-men x-men reference you're starting to get really obscure and it's just a 
it feels like quite a risk to put that as your flagship villain for several movies. Here's the thing. So we're, we're, we're seeing the effects of He Who Remains Death on the season, right? Because Loki is time slipping because OB is theorizing it's because now the timeline is broken. When we saw the timeline break in season one, we thought this was going to lead into No Way Home, multiverse yeah. of madness, that all these characters were going to start being collected and we were going to get an end game level situation because now the real Kang, now he who remains, which is this omnipotent force at the end of time, Kang was coming. And Kang is a pretty big deal in the comics. They just haven't built him up in, in the movies. And so when you show him saying, well, I've killed Thor, ha, 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 and then Wasp and Ant-Man can kick his yeah. ass. And this is the second time we see the character die. I know it's variants. Don't come for us, Familia. We, we, we know they're variants. But still, it's, you, it's, you're not connecting these movies. The same actor has played the character that's died twice or been defeated twice. I'm like, I don't care. Loki's going to defeat Kang. Like, that's it. Move on. Who's our next villain? So... You know, where do I think this is going? I think this is going to be setting up Kang as a major threat. But my question is, why haven't they done a little too late for me? That's it. I'm sorry. Sorry. Sadness. Yeah, no, I'm I'm on board with that. Yeah, what am I hoping from it? I mean, I, I think in terms of the overarching plot, I agree with you. It's going to be to set up the more flagship movies coming up. What I'd love to get out of it is a teen loki or like the loki god of stories variant that could end up in a young avengers movie yeah um, and we kind of already saw a, a teen loki last season well he wasn't teen but he was kid loki ish i mean enough where hopefully they've planted that seed for the young avengers because we know the young avengers are all over the mcu now it's only a matter of time now before they assemble yeah. them the only thing is that that variant i feel like it's probably a bit too young because oh, yeah. if you think of like you're going to get Hulkling, you're going to get Wiccan. And then if you read some of the comics, like, you know, Loki always comes in as a little bit of a shitster with them, you know, even with like, you know, a wink and a nod at Wiccan. And, I, you know, you, you need an older actor, right, to do that. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, I'd love to see that. I'm hoping <laughs> that they actually show him do magic. I find that that kind of pissed me off in the first season is, you know, in the comics, he's this great, powerful sorcerer. And he never like he never really does anything too much, mm. so I'm hoping that they explore that a bit more. Um, yeah, what what are you hoping for? Well, I mean, much like you, I'm hoping we get more variants. I hope we get a you know a, a kind of like a nod to the Young Avengers. I really do want that. I was just googling really quickly the actor who played Kid Loki. Uh, his name is Jack Fio, and oh my god, he was born in 2007. 2007, oh a year after I moved to New York. Like, it wasn't even alive when I had my sidekick, too, in Chelsea. Like, oh, my God. So he's 16 years old. So I agree that maybe he, he's too young. I think in Volume 2, he's a little younger than the rest of the crew. But whatever. It's I, I, I want Young Avengers some way, some shape or form. I, I want Young Avengers. I want them to bring in Chris Hemsworth. I... I I can't remember. Was the did they was it Chris Hemsworth's voice last season? I don't remember, but it wasn't a significant enough cameo. Like I I I definitely want Chris Hemsworth there, and I don't mind him like setting up 
Deadpool 3. Because the TVA is supposed to play, supposedly, according to rumors, take it with a grain of salt, not mm. a spoiler, but the TVA is supposed to have a hand in Deadpool 3. So if that's true, you need to take Deadpool and, and, and Loki, you need to mash these two together because I'm not doing this thing again where season one ends, timeline's broken, and then we pick up in No Way Home and there's no reference to the timeline being broken. And it's not it, it, it's not even alluded to. There's no there's no thread yeah. that connects it. We can connect it. This is the thing that gets me angry. I'm sorry, I'm going to rant now. This is the thing that gets me angry. People are like, no, no, no. But if you see what happened here, this blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We, the viewers, can connect it, but the people who are working on these films are not connecting it. And that's what's really pissing me off. So season it, season two needs to end with them setting up Deadpool 3 if, in fact, Deadpool 3 and the TVA are going to have you know some kind of crossover. Sorry. When was So when was Deadpool originally due to come out? It was like March, wasn't it? I, I don't remember. It was moved to May 4th, around there. Yeah. So, you know, pre-strikes. So it was supposed to be May. So they were getting ready for a May release. So this yeah. would work out perfectly within, you know, a year. Yeah, because I was going to say, like, if if you think the original release date was probably a bit earlier, it would make sense then in terms of timing that this would end. And then, like, you know, not long after that would happen. I mean, do I think that's going to happen? No, I absolutely don't. If I was a betting man, I wouldn't say that it's going to have anything to do with Deadpool. But, um you know, I'm on board with you. I think that'd be really fun. I hope you're wrong. I, 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 I hope you're wrong. But what my worry is, what's going to happen is that you're right. There's not going to be anything that's going to allude to Deadpool. And then Deadpool is going to deal with multiversal travel, but not even mention the fact that the reason why a character like Loki can time slip, which is, by the way, the same thing that happens in Across the Spider-Verse, those characters are glitching they're not just not going to connect it none of it's going to get connected and and we and, and and we have to end we have to have those endless fights online where people are like no it is connected it's connected i'm like i'm not doubting that we can connect it i'm just saying it's not being connected by the people who should be connecting these dots for us in the way that the infinity saga was connected for us that's no, it great. that's not only but that's okay. all i'm saying <laughs> can i loop back to you want to see chris hemsworth in that Yes, I'm going to respectfully disagree. No, and, uh, and I'll tell you why. Not because I don't want to see Chris Hemsworth, because obviously everybody would want to see him. No. But I think the a big part of the show is the relationship between Owen Wilson and um, you know, Mobius's character and and Loki. If you bring in Thor, you kind of just trump that. Right, yeah, because you're like, well, yeah. all of a sudden now I don't really care about their relationship because I want to see the brothers and I want to see like, do they get along now? And it, it feels like it would just shit on all the time spent developing the um, the relationship that they built over season one. Okay, so Chris Hemsworth was credited, uncredited, excuse me, for Throg in in season one, but it was a very quick, like half a second soundbite. I, I agree with you on that. Here, just to be a contrarian, one, I don't think it needs to be anything bigger than just like cameo, cameo. Like, I would love to see Holly Berry as Thor as well. You know, just these quick cameos as he's crossing the multiverse. If the timeline's broken, you can easily cross it. You know, we kind of get him like going through a universe and Thor, you know, Chris Hemsworth turns around and is like, what? Secondly, I think we need some emotional beats in the MCU right now. And I think these two brothers reuniting and being like, I thought you were dead. 
and Loki being like, "Wow, I've changed. You may not know this, but I've changed. I'm not the I'm not the Loki you knew." It worked so well with Gamora and Peter Quill in Guardians Three. I would just kind of like to see that analyzed through this lens for right. for those brothers. So don't get me wrong. I absolutely want to see a reunion between them. Um, I will say, how about this? I would have the season end mm-hmm. with like you know something where it's like the door opens and it's Thor, and it's like they have that moment where they see each other, and then you have to wait for season three. That's fabulous. That is fabulous. I yes. However, they want to do it. And by the way, I think Tom Hiddleston needs to be in Deadpool three. I think he needs to be in um, Secret Wars. I guess are we getting even King Dynasty? I mean, does anyone even care for King Dynasty? I really don't think anyone gives a shit about that. I, I'm sorry. I want good MC movies. Don't get me wrong, and I want as many as they're willing to give us. But I just don't see King Dynasty building up that much hype when we have the the everything going on with the timeline here are you sick of multiverse stuff i'm, I'm, I'm so sick of yeah, multiverse me stuff. Too. i think it's needlessly complicated and you know there are all those rumors now going on with like the new wolverine and he's going to appear in in deadpool 3 and it's a multiverse situation and it just sounds like kevin feige is using the multiverse to test different things to see what works and i'm like we're done Move it along. Just yeah, I, I just I want a, a straightforward plot in a single universe where there's consequences and you can't bring everybody back from a different version. Um, yeah, so I'm or you hoping... just do a straight reboot of the uh, of a franchise like the X Men. I don't as much as I am excited to see the 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 Fox X Men Deadpool three. I wish that was existing as a one off and not something that like are bringing the X-Men into, like, Battle World. I just want a straight-up reboot of the X-Men. I don't need some of these actors to return. I love Hugh Jackman. I love Famke. I love Holly Berry. I, I'm ready just to get some new blood. Sorry. The only thing... So I agree. Like, if you're going to have the main X-Men, you know, like the one that everybody knows, like Wolverine, Cyclops, Gene, Storm, I think you kind of have to recast... Because, I mean, just by virtue of how old those actors and actresses are, if they're going to take a different spin and, like, go to secondary X-Men characters that are less famous and try to build them up a bit like with Guardians of the Galaxy, right? I think you could have the Fox X-Men there almost uh, being older, and all of a sudden you're going to be like, oh, we're going to do, like, I don't know, Quentin Quire and whoever else, you know, like... I don't know. I mean, listen, I understand what you're saying. I just, if this were, if this was like three, four years ago, I'd be like, I trust the MCU. Yes, if that's their idea, I trust them to run with it. Now I'm just like, no, just do a straight up reboot. That's it. You know, like, just, just go with it. But we'll see where they land with everything. I, I feel that the MCU has really lost its way. I think for those of us who are pessimistic, we can quench some of that for Loki. So far, so good on Loki, episode one. Yeah, I agree. Like, I was a little confused because I hadn't watched the recap, but overall, I sat there enjoying it. I mean, Tom Hiddleston, I think, is always great as Loki. I think Owen Wilson is great in it. I'm liking that you're seeing the the characters that were more, I guess, like secondary characters in season one are clearly stepping up to take a larger role in season two. 
um, which is, is kind of cool. So yeah, I'm and the fact that it's not so obvious what the plot is going to be makes it exciting. It's a bit like WandaVision, right? Do you remember the first few episodes? You'd be like, well, where is this going? Like, it's so cool, and I can't really see like what the overarching plot is versus something like um, Falcon Winter Soldier, which don't get me wrong, I loved it, but it was very straightforward. Do you know what I mean? You're like, oh, there's these like terrorists that are gonna take the super serum or whatever, and and that will be that they have to defeat them. And this, it's more like, well, there's a million different directions it can go. Let's see where it does, and that that I think, you know, is gonna have me going back every week to watch it. Yeah, and one of the reviewers I follow, I guess, got the advance for the season, or at least a significant amount of episodes, and was like, if you want, she, she loves, it's Grace Randolph, she loves pairing meals with what you're watching, and she's here like, if you want to get a McDonald's meal when you're watching episode two, that's going to be the time to do it, and I'm like, shit, I want McDonaldland cookies and a Big Mac after watching Sylvie at the end of the episode appear in a 1982 McDonald's. They don't make McDonald's McDonald's like that anymore. Okay, so what day of the week does it release in the U.S.? I think it's Thursday. I think they release on Thursday. So this one um, released on the 5th of October. So that would make it Thursday. Okay, so Spring, do you want to do a live, well, not live, but like a in-person review with mcdonald's oh my god yes i do oh my god we're gonna be so gross oh wait the family at home it's by the time you hear this it's new york comic-con upon us and sean and i are meeting for the first time that's right in person i know it's gonna be insane wait can you imagine bitch it's like hey we're finally meeting let's get mcdonald's and watch loki season two (laughs) at one of our hotel rooms I mean, it sounds like a vibe. I'm totally down for that. Wait, what do you order at McDonald's? I feel like I know this because we've talked when you've been trying um, to order at McDonald's before. Oh, God. Do not repeat that story for anybody. <laughs> um, so my McDonald's order, others are like, I'm a disgusting. Oh, um, so I am usually like a Big Mac combo with an extra like value, me- value menu McChicken. <laughs> and then... Menu. Yeah, well, like you know, like like the cheap McChicken, like the, not like the main one, the blue McChicken, because it's a side yeah. burger. So you know, I'm, I'm not trying to be that <laughs> gluttonous. And then generally, I'll share nuggets with whoever I'm with. Okay. And then you know, there's always a rotating other like cheese sticks or like jalapeno cheese balls or something like that. So we'll generally like throw in whatever like the weird starter of the day is. Mm. Um. Yeah, so that's generally my McDonald's order. How about you? Okay, I I, I don't think we have the jalapeno like uh, cheese sticks or uh, mozzarella sticks. That is something I would totally love. I was just with Essex Cosplayer and we ordered in from like a local place in my old neighborhood and we got a jalapeno cheese stick. It was delicious. No, my McDonald's, dude, it is so fucking gross. First of all, super size every single time. I don't even know if they still say super size, but I still go up to the counter. I'm like, I would like the super size, please. Um, I get uh, the the chicken sandwich. I I get it crispy. I get it with uh, mayo and lettuce and tomato. I get obviously large fries and a Dr Pepper. And for me, it's all about the sauces. So I'll get like the tangy like barbecue sauce. I get the hot honey. I get the honey mustard. I get the sweet and sour. And I lay all the 
I lay all of the sauces in front of me and I just eat and I dunk every single different one. And then the fries, I go like this with my hands and I go like literally like the sauce gets on my fingers and I eat. It's so gross, bro. But like, I don't, I, you know what? Pre pandemic in my neighborhood, there was a 24 hour McDonald's. So I would, I, shocking to everyone listening, I used to go out and drink and party a lot. <laughs> so I would always, be, I know, I would be there at three in the morning with um with people who just stayed there 24 hours and like all the drunk bros and girls um who were much younger than me. And I would just sit there eating with them, like reading comic books or like, you know, listening but to here's, podcasts. Here's the reality. When was the last time you ate McDonald's sober? Because I'm going to tell you, I don't remember the last time I ate McDonald's prior to like midnight okay that's fair i so last time i had mcdonald's was like three months ago there were people doing renovations at our apartment and i I, they didn't have lunch and our neighborhood doesn't have really affordable lunch options so i drove to mcdonald's and i bought like 150 dollars worth of food and i brought it back for for the people who are handling our our home renovations okay fair enough and it was glorious i loved it but that's the only time i've probably eaten it sober in the last like 10, 15 years. Oh, no, I'm lying. Apollo, Spider Palm, he, he he was on chemo. We'd have to, he would only eat uh, chicken chicken McNuggets with his chemo. So we'd have to get like a whole thing of chicken McNuggets and put his chemo pill in it. So like at one point I was eating McDonald's quite a bit. <laughs> so two things. I think you should retitle this episode, not a low-key review, but a McDonald's review. Um, and hopefully they could sponsor us and send us like a happy meal or something for us to to eat while we're watching Loki's episode two. Wait, wait, wait. Let's 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 finish this McDonald's talk really quickly because I need to know. Did you used to have the McDonaldland cookies? The little ones. Yeah, the little McDonaldland yes, cookies. Yes, oh, they were yeah, so yeah. delicious. That's all I want. Okay. I mean, yes, I am of your age, so we will have had the same the same McDonald's history. And McFlurries? Of course. Oh, or the McFlurry, the best oh, that that's it. That's it. And that's how we end this episode okay. right so, now. So actually, do you want to do you want to I will extend the McDonald's chat. So I actually worked at McDonald's my first job when I was like Yeah, for I was fifteen years old. I worked there for three months. And the McFlurry back then, I don't know if it still is, you took like the spoon and you stuck it into like the machine. So it was the spoon itself that spun it. Mm-hmm. And you know, you don't really get great training at places like this. So I'm just like pressing the McFlurry thing and like a drill, the spoon just like drilled through the bottom of the McFlurry <laughs> thing and the McFlurry just like splatted everywhere. Um, yeah, it was not my finest moment. I'm so fucking hungry for that McDonald's right now. So I just, I, I can't, I can't right now. Um, McFlurries are the way to go. So we're doing this Thursday. That's it, Familia. You heard that right now. Sean and I are going to get really drunk and we're going to get McDonald's and then we're going to go back to either Mini Maid's place or his hotel and we're going to watch Loki and we're going to record doing it. We should record drunk and just see what shit comes out of our mouth. Oh, God. It's going to be even worse than talking about McDonald's for like <laughs> 20 minutes. Maybe we talk about McDonald's more than we actually talked about Loki. Well, because it's a straightforward episode because, you know, they're trying to solve what's going on with Loki time slipping. So they you know, have to get a temporal aura extractor, which didn't make any sense to me. Um, And Loki has to prune himself. We don't know how he got pruned, though, because as he was about to prune himself, he hears a phone ringing and he sees Sylvie. And then all of a sudden he's pruned from behind. Jeff was telling me, oh, I think that's probably his future self from like a future episode that's going to come back in time and prune himself. That's actually not a bad idea. 
Yeah, but so we don't know what how he pruned himself. But anyways, the time slipping at the end is now corrected by this, and it was very cute. I, it, it, the heart of this episode was just reestablishing that bromance between Mobius yeah. and Loki. I agree wholeheartedly with you about that. So no, I'm excited. I think it's what was the what was the last show that came up before this? Well, you know what? Wait, 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 wait. Speaking of previous shows, though, if you notice when they are when 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 Loki is time slipping and he goes back to the TVA in the past, Casey is listening to like a mindfulness podcast, and that is the one that um, Moon Knight is listening to in his own oh. series. Yeah. So look, look, check that there you out. Go, a little Easter egg. There's some synergy there. Uh, which one was the last one? Was it She-Hulk? Was She-Hulk the last? Let's see. MCU TV. Oh, no. No, it was Secret Wars or Secret Invasion. <gasps> Do I you want to hear something I didn't watch tragic? It. I watched episode one and two, and then I fell off because I thought it was really boring. I thought it was so bad. for The fact that we did not even watch Secret It's pretty Invasion. bad, isn't it, that we didn't watch it? I'm telling you, the MCU has a problem right now, and they got to they got to get well, people like me and you into it. I I'm sorry, like we we are diehard. Yeah, that's and the thing. The fact that we're like, eh, I'll just catch it whenever. That shouldn't be the case. But I think that the issue with Secret Wars is there was no okay invasion, other than invasion, Nick invasion. Fury. Sorry, yeah, Secret Invasion. Other than Nick Fury, who. Between, I never find that interesting a character like in the comics and the MCU. Like he's that kind of stereotypical. Like he knows everything. He's good at everything. He's a badass. There's like you know he's always one step ahead and almost infallible. So I'm not interested in him as a character, anyways. And then there's no other like known superhero or supervillain that was in it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, I mean, spoiler for that, it's like Super Scroll, isn't it? I think at the end. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, here's the thing. Secret Invasion should have been your straightforward next story in the MCU. Something you just do in the interim before you do Secret Wars, right? We had such a how do you top Secret uh, excuse me, how do you top the Infinity Saga? You don't. You let the characters rest, you do more of a grounded story and yeah. about the scrolls invading Earth, all that stuff. Some heroes you know may have been a villain, you know, maybe a scroll. Who knows? You do you do that for a couple movies and then you get into a larger multiversal, like huge saga. The fact that they limited this to a Disney Plus show with absolutely no major consequences out in the MCU. There's too much right now in, in the MCU. You're throwing too much at the wall. Stop it. Just tell a concise story and move on. Secret Invasion should have been a movie. It should have been like Civil War type yeah. movie like a was civil war civil war they had you had lead up to it but it was essentially one movie you should have just done a little bit of lead up and then just done a movie and that's it with with characters that people cared about sorry do you know what they could have you know what you know what could have been on par with infinity um gauntlet is what? if they built up to like galactus coming oh i know and then you had like galactus with heralds in the final movie and, and that could have been you know, I know. Well, so we know Miss Marvel's bangles and the, you know, the the seven rings for Shang Chi. It's all related. It's all like acting like a homing beacon for something. I, you know what? I'm I'm be honest with you. I haven't really followed up on on anything they've planted, all the seeds they planted. Because one, I don't think they'll get to it. Two, it doesn't feel like it matters because you're telling me to look at Secret Invasion here. Now you're telling me the Marvels is coming, so I'm gonna look at the Marvels. But no, wait, Deadpool's gonna be here now. Loki, it's 
it's a little too much. You, you got to tell me a good story, bro. You know, so you know we'll what they see. need? They need Doctor Doom in the MCU. No, I don't want to. Here's I don't want the X Men or the Doctor or or the Doctor Doom or Doctor <laughs> Doom in, in the MCU anytime soon. I they need to get their act together. They cannot fuck up. They can't well, fuck up Doctor Doom. Do you believe any of the rumors that Killian Murphy is um, rumored to be like reading for it or like being I don't know what you'd call the the expression, but like being scouted, I guess. Yeah, you go in and like me. I don't know. That's a really good question. We, you know, we reported on Margot Robbie going in to talk to 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 Kevin Feige and other MCU execs, and we thought she was reading for Emma Frost or talking about Emma Frost, and it turned out she was probably going in for Sue. It's never been confirmed, but most likely it was for Sue Storm. I don't know. I, 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 I think he's a great actor. I love Scarecrow. I I haven't seen Oppenheimer, though. But I do love 28 Days Later. Oh, my and, God, yes. You know, he's he's phenomenal. I, I to, Is this accurate casting? I know that's a huge part of the conversation. I don't know enough to, to comment, but you know, he, in terms of just strictly acting capabilities, it's great. Yes, of course. He would be. You, you need someone of that caliber for Doctor Doom. Someone who's yeah. simultaneously charming and terrifying. So, I mean, yeah, I think there's the the issue that he's not of Romani descent in real life. So, you know, if they want to go um, more realistic there, obviously, like he doesn't tick that box. But in terms of the rest of it, I think he's, you know, I think he's a cool choice because, like you said, I think he. He's got that charm, you know, he's handsome, like Dr. James is this handsome guy, you know, without the scars when, when you see him without the, um, like the disfiguration, but he can come across really intense. So, you know, I'd be down for that as a casting, but we shall see. And who knows? There's no, there's no actual, like, um, like place where they're posting that he's going to be in the movie, right? Like I'm assuming Fantastic Form is the obvious choice to like, have a reference to him or make a first appearance, but I don't think he's going to be the first villain in the Fantastic Four movie. Yeah, I don't. I mean, are they going to do like Mole Man? That's the only thing because I <sighs> I would say they have to they have to save Galactus. You can't just do Galactus right there. Yeah, and I would agree too on Doctor Doom. You want to build up a little bit towards Latveria and all that. I don't listen. We'll see where it goes. I think you just need an actor of Josh Brolin caliber, of Tom Hiddleston caliber. You need to fall in love with 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 the portrayal of that character. You can't just have them be evil and and that's it. So yeah. in that regard, yes, I do think that casting does sound good. But is it is it accurate casting? How does it play out? I don't know. I will say John Jonathan Majors had it as well, and I think in Jonathan Majors' case, they fucked up the writing. Obviously, again. There's legal issues. Let's see how those legal issues like pan out. But for me, Jonathan Majors is king, though well acted, does not feel like a big threat to me. I I'm kind of like, meh. Can we move it along? I I'm so sick and tired of of hearing about King. It's we Wasp kicked his yeah. ass. That's all you need to know. Wasp kicked his ass. We're done. What a disappointing movie. Loki so, was you know, not. And on a positive. And on Thursday, Sean and I are going to be ugly like McDonald trolls, just eating literally McDonald's together and watching Loki and commenting on it. We're going to have to find a way to, 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 for the particulars to work. Because <laughs> we, we have to record our thoughts on it, but not do a live stream. I mean, we could do a live stream, oh, right. I guess. 
So, but and we need to eat McDonald's while we're doing it. I think that's half the fun. Okay, let's let's workshop it. Okay, we're we gonna can, workshop it. Yeah, Scott yeah. Free, Scott and Michelle will probably join as well. I think it'll be a hoot nanny. There you go. We'll get everybody in. That's all the meals. <laughs> super. Do they still say super size? You know that documentary. So I, think, so, so I think they do. Like I always say, super size it to get like the yeah. large fries and the large drink. But I don't know. Maybe the kids aren't saying it these days. I also learned. So where I grew up in Montreal, you'd say trio. Like if you wanted like this, like the burger, the fries, and the drink. And I remember saying that like when I moved to London, and they looked at me like I had three heads. So. I guess that's just like a, a Canadianism or like a Quebecism. Can I tell you something completely hysterical and talking about like, what are the kids saying and what are we doing? I walked into a restaurant like maybe a year and a half ago and I just was so out of it. I just walked up to the maitre d' and I was like, hey, can I get two in the smoking section, please? No, you didn't. <laughs> I did. I, I'm not going to take it the restaurant I went to, but I don't know. I just always think that like, the smoking section growing up as a kid that the smoking section was so glamorous because we were always non-smoking so i always wanted to be in the smoking section and like this zillennial generation baby who could not have been more than like 18 years old just looked at me and she's like sir like we don't allow smoking in on the planet and i was like oh you're right just do that. You're like, can you send me, show me to the vaping section then? Show me to the vaping section. I don't even vape. I don't vape, nor do I smoke. So, but, all right, Laverian Lab, where can folks catch you? Well, you're going to catch me at Comic-Con if anybody's in New York in two days, right? Then we'll be I, together for the whole weekend, so. I am going to be so obnoxiously attached to your hip. You're just going to be like, get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> like, you obnoxious asswipe. This is where we find out that we're actually arch enemies and not and not friends. <laughs> we're just an informant. Yeah, we're gonna have fun. We're gonna have fun. I can't wait. But you're at at Latvarian underscore lad on Instagram. That is right, and it's yeah. It's like, I recently had somebody say, "For the longest time, I thought you were Latvian." I was like, "Yeah, I didn't really think it through when I made the." the I know name. who it was. I know who it was because I had a conversation with them about you, and and then he was here like, "Oh, it's Latvian." I was like, "Yeah, I love that that person in particular. I love very much. It's, a, it's good people. Good people. Uh, yeah. We always, well, we always I mean, shout them on the podcast. Good people. Cool." Well, right. we'll see each other at New York, though. So. I know. I can't wait. Listen, folks, when you're listening to this episode, well, if I'm going to drop it tonight, I guess we still have tomorrow. But yeah. just know that there's a countdown on for Sean and I meeting IRL, and it's going to be so much fun, and I can't wait to see you. Only a few days. At Power of X-Men on Instagram, please hit up our YouTube channel. I'm trying to grow that. Do not send me hateful DMs if you are Chris Evans stands just here to see if I'm going to say anything. Um, you know, for, for if there are Chris Evans stands listening to this and they're still angry, let's just say I'm going to, I'm going to attempt to clear my name at New York Comic Con. Just, just putting it out there. I'm going to make an honest attempt to Watch see if I can space. <laughs> I know I'm terrified. I said something in the recent episode. I think the the Haslab breakdown. I said something like, "I don't want Giant Man stands to come after me as well." That's <laughs> like the Chris Evans stands. Like, I'm don't done. worry. There's you no such thing as a there's you no such thing as a Giant Man stand, so I don't have I don't think you have to worry. And with that, we'll see you next time, Familia.